this is Coffee with Timmy. Hi everyone, welcome back to Coffee with Timmy. How are you doing? So today I'm having one of my unscripted interviews and I think it's going to be fun. Why am I talking to this young lady and why this topic? So we're talking about gender, not really just gender. I think it's sexual identity. I really don't like the word sexual orientation because as far as I'm concerned, there's male and there's female and that's it. So um, the, the, the young people who are confused, that's the way I see it. I think that they're confused. And it's nice to hear, or it's good to hear from someone who's been through that um, journey. I, I'm not even sure if it's a journey, but we've been at one point in our life um, thinking, um, am I this or am I that? And maybe if we hear it, we may be able to understand what these young people are going through. One thing also that I'm going to do by God's grace before the year ends is to actually bring young people together and we'll have this conversation because I think some of them really don't even understand what it is they're talking about. You know, just going with the fire, this is what's going, what's what happening now, and we will take it from there. So what am I talking to today? If anyone had told me like five years ago, I'm going to have this conversation with her, I'm going to be like, no ways. <laughs> because I just couldn't understand her. She was a young person that was, uh, let's leave it like that, eh? Because today, Today, she's the CEO of a company and not just CEO in name. You know, anybody can print cards and put CEO on it, but she has, she has so changed herself. You know, it's really like a butterfly from the cocoon and she is totally different. She is focused and she is still loving God, which is one of the things that you don't see. People begin to make it and we don't see them in church again, but she has, I, I'm just loving the person that she has become today. So without further ado, I'm talking about Katlero Monareng, which you think, she didn't think I'll be able to say that name. <laughs> Katlero Monareng. <laughs> she is the CEO of K Property Consultant. They are in, um, I know where you guys are, they are in Sunny Hill. So if you, if you don't know, you just need to go. If you don't know her, that you have not been on Facebook, you have not been on Instagram because she's everywhere. She is not just um, a pretty face, and she's pretty. She's Aww. pretty. She's got a lovely smile. She also is all okay up there. You know, we need those great gray matters to work. So she's brain and beauty. So, hi, Katleho. Hi. <laughs> I love the way she laughs. It's so it's so full of life, you know. It's so full of life. Yeah. So, um, like I said, it's unscripted, but yes. um, let's just um talk about you. Ooh, I can ask this question. Mm. So I'm going to say she's in her twenties, somewhere in her twenties. No, I'm not. Oh gosh. Okay, she said it. She's not in her twenties. Yeah. Okay, she's still a young lady. We're not going yeah, to ask. Yeah. Okay, she's still a young lady, and uh, she's making waves in the property market. But today we're not talking about that part of our life okay um i happen to just found out from someone yeah that there was a time in your life when yeah. you thought you might be gay yes why so why did you think so let me start with that why did you think so 
Okay, firstly, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. You said something um, about the fact that had someone said in five years of sitting here, it would be same here, actually. <laughs> yeah, I can be mean, hey? <laughs> yeah, you can be. But I think, remember when I said, oh, man, um, I think we just didn't know each other that well. And it was just a, oh, Oh, it's this place, this woman. Oh, okay. And I'm saying this because I'm really getting to answering your question. So growing up, I, I had a lot of not so good moments. Um, it's, it's things that when, as I grew up, I was like, you know what? My children will not go through the same thing that I went through, you know. Okay. So I went through a lot of trauma. Mm -hmm. I went through a lot of unfortunate um, events, you know. And my first thing was always to sort of like protect myself, you know. And I always had an assumption that this person is not for me or this person thinks I'm, I'm not a good person or I'm a bad girl, I'm a bad mm -hmm. teenager, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it was all retaliation whether i knew you or not i was just like oh, yeah she just... was very in your face yeah i was very was very in your face. <laughs> <laughs> i was very oh, who do you think you you know type of thing but um to answer your question because of the trauma that i experienced and my circle as well um firstly it was a thing of ah uh, maybe i might just like girls you know but i remember very very well like it was yesterday because what impacted that the most was the fact that i was surrounded by people who were lesbian by people who were gay you know and i entertained that thought because i also wanted to sort of punish my parents mm -hmm. so it was from a place of oh okay i wanna i want them to feel the pain that i felt things that I never spoke about until like that year. I remember when my mom went through my phone and she was like, but why are you talking to this woman like this? Why are you talking to this lady like this? Mm -hmm. um, I, I remember saying to her, but you were never there, you know, mm -hmm. and it was a big episode in the bedroom because mm -hmm. it was screaming, it was crying, it was, I'm sorry, I failed you, it was this, it was mm -hmm. that. But at that moment, I wanted them to feel the pain that I felt. I felt like they were never there, you know. Okay. Um, so to answer that, it was a big part of the traumatic experiences in my childhood, mm -hmm. as well as most importantly, just the people around the people you. around me who I was surrounded with and the things that they were saying to me, and just entertaining that thought because everything um, starts as a thought, like Pastor would say, mm -hmm. you know, that whatever you think of, it becomes a reality. Yeah. So I used to really ponder on those thoughts and think about it and i'd be like ah but maybe it's not just a you know and yeah but men hashtag you know what people mm. say about men you know and a part of a big part of the traumatic experiences were from men as well so it was the resistance that i had from any man figure okay. you know so okay. i was just like men are that and okay. i don't want to be associated with you that can. you know okay. and I, I like i even said to my mom i don't want to get married yeah. and here you are <laughs> she's engaged <laughs> you know yeah i was like i don't want to i don't, don't want to get married men will do this men will do that you know mm -hmm. so yeah man and i think the enemy will always just hop onto that whatever you entertain whatever 
what, whatever route there is there, mm-hmm. the enemy will play on that. Mm-hmm. And he'll play, he'll play mind games and tricks on you and make you believe a lie. And make you believe what you think you are, that you eventually become what he wants you to be. Okay. So, okay. It, so, so mainly it was just that. Okay, you said something. You said um, you wanted to get back at your parent. I'll yeah. go to your friend, but yeah. you wanted to get back at your parent. Why? Did you think they would not approve if they found out that if they found out that a child of theirs was gay? Because remember, I'm, I was raised, born in a Christian home. Okay. So for me, it was wanting to hurt them in a sense that when I needed you at a specific time when I was a child, you were too busy. You know, okay. Monday, you know how it is, Monday, leadership service tuesday <laughs> choir whatever practice <laughs> wednesday you know so i was always okay we're gonna leave Katleho at this house mm. or we're gonna ask someone to come look after cat mm. but they never knew the things that happened to me when mm-hmm. they would leave me under the care of those people so it was me trying to get back at them mm-hmm. by hurting them by saying this is who i am <laughs> because you were never there mm. you know so so it was it was that but were you angry with your parents or were you angry with God? Because, mm. yes, because, okay, so it's church that was taking them away from sure. you. They were in church on Sunday. They were in whatever meeting on yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah. So really, were you going to get back at your parents? I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you getting back to your parents or are you getting back at God? I think now that you mention it, it's a bit of both. Because, I mean, I'm really grateful that I am in the church that I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm really grateful that they just, you know, were with me through the ups and the downs. But I remember in that period, um, my pastor, or our pastor, was just like, there's no way, you know. And I went through counseling with him. And because he knew the person that was kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying. So that also just played a big role. But I think... He held me accountable in our counseling sessions because that's when I got to also realize that maybe I'm just really angry. Yeah, maybe because this I was doing grade 11 metric, mm-hmm. grade 10, no, mm-hmm. grade 11, grade 12. Mm-hmm. Was those, yeah, um, those years. So you are right um, in a way because I was a bit angry, you know, with obviously how things turned out firstly mm-hmm. at home. Um, I did feel like no one protected me. I did feel like I was just alone at a point of time in my life. They were there, but never there for me. That's how I felt. So you are right. A big, maybe like a portion of it was also that, that maybe no one was really there. God Almighty. I didn't know any better then, but God Almighty as a young child who, you know, is there to protect me, there to love me, sends his angels to Mm. encamp around me, you know. So I was like, okay, but where was God in this and this and this time of my life? Mm. So also a part of that would be that I was a bit, you know, angry yeah. quote-unquote yeah. yeah you didn't really like yeah God. but you know we are, no, no, no. but what <laughs> i found out yeah. is we don't want to say that it's almost of like course. blasphemy to say i'm angry with god <gasps> no i can't be angry with no, god no, no, no. oh gosh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not angry yeah. with you you know we do that, that. Is, yeah i'm not angry with you okay so um you said also that the friends that were around you mm-hmm. do you think your friends were really gay because it's a funny thing if you felt 
that kind of pressure without anybody saying anything but mm. the people that you surrounded yourself yeah. with were gay were they really gay or were they also gay oh no they were really gay <laughs> <laughs> okay you need to see that expression no 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 oh no. Okay, okay no because okay no they're no, the no. ones that, that actually <laughs> Why are they also coming on to me. you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. No, 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 no. They okay, were, so they were so they were yeah, really gay. Really, really gay. So okay, so now let me go to why I really wanted to talk to someone who yes. has been there. Yeah. Do you do you think for young people now we live in a country where everything basically goes. Hmm. You can be wherever you are. Yeah. You can be whatever you want to be. Sure. And people have this in about death rules which I don't buy. There's no mm. your truth or my truth. It's just the one sure. truth, God's truth. Yes. That's it. But with this, um, everybody wants to live their own lives to the extent that young, for, for me, in, in secondary school, you're still young. You don't know yourself. Of course. You don't know who I mean, you are. This happened. You, yeah. you're, 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 you're not even legally an adult. Mm. So do you think the circle that the children, that kids move in mm. makes an impact on on this yeah um sexual yeah, yeah sexual thing yes tell me why i think uh, also the absence of the parents in their children's lives play a big role firstly um i'm not saying a parent in all mm-hmm. no honesty um is in control of the decisions that their child make you know um i'll give you an example of a boy child a boy child is usually exposed to the mother unfortunately right but he doesn't have dad to go and then like dad i realized something i woke up and this is what is happening to me dad this and this and that dad dad is not there but mom is there but mom is also hurt mom is hurt because dad is not there mom is hurt because of her childhood experiences and as a result mom expects son or daughter, you know, to make better informed decisions without her being there. I don't know if I'm making sense. <laughs> you are making sense in the way you are going, but I I will look at myself mm. and I know that I also do have some things that I probably still need to deal with. Mm. But I didn't my parents separated when I was 13. Mm. I never for one minute thought I was gay. Okay. I think there's a, but I do understand what you're saying in that um, some things a boy needs to be able to talk to the of dad course. about it. Some things a girl needs to be able to talk yes. um, to the mom about it. So while you might not um, have that relationship with your mom or with your dad, how does that, I just don't, I just, I'm really trying to mm. understand it. I don't understand how that crosses over to your sexuality. Mm. Maybe i'm old which i am mm. <laughs> uh, so maybe it's that no no definitely yeah, yeah. maybe it's an age thing yeah but i just don't see how being being okay i can i can i can buy i was lonely mm. these were the people that were there for me this is what they were doing yeah and i thought well if they're doing it mm. it must be it must be okay but what if the people around you were all straight were all heterosexual mm-hmm. What would that have done? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's let's also not shy away from the fact that you know there's this notion that I was born like this, I was born like that. You mm-hmm. know, 
but really no so and the minute you talk about that <laughs> they get angry you know like this no. day <laughs> like okay yay gay gay yeah they get upset you know they get upset why to say, i was born like this but when you i remember asking this friend of mine well back then i was mm. like why do you think you're Mm. Well, I can see that mm-hmm. when you're wearing this, you're doing your nails, mm-hmm. and you're a guy like you have this. <laughs> thing, but 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 mm. why? It's like no, um, I was born like this from childhood. I've never liked, um, you know, women. Mm. I've always, you know, mm. and for me, then it also just let's just be honest about it. There is a door that the enemy uses to just play with people's minds mm-hmm. and thoughts. Let's just not, we, it's not called spiritualizing things, mm-hmm. but when we're just being realistic and honest okay. as um, as a saved people, like mm-hmm. as, you know, mm-hmm. the enemy does come and, you know, okay. play with okay. that. So for someone like you, you knew you weren't born like that. No. You knew you were not Definitely. born that way. No. So... It was because you were around also it's an so it's going to be like an acquired taste <laughs> okay that sounds that sounds so bad Ew, I, just I, I, I can't think of a word it's an okay, it's an acquired lifestyle yes. okay okay it's an, not acquired taste <laughs> it's an acquired lifestyle so it's an acquired yes. lifestyle and and so you felt what at the time yes Yo, that was the most ugliest time of my life. Um, and I remember I was so confused. Like when I say to you, I remember this like it was yesterday. I was very confused. It is that confusion that I want you to help us Yo, break down. I was very because I'm really hoping that not just um, a young person will be helped yeah, by this, yeah. but even their parents. Because we're trying very yes. hard to understand my child, even if it's not a Christian home, but I brought up my child in a family where of there's course. the man, there's the woman, of nobody else. And then all of a sudden, they say they're, they're gay or they're trans. or they're, So help us to understand that confusion well i'm not gonna speak on behalf of like everyone no 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 i'm talking about yourself everyone yeah because everyone just your has, confusion yes everyone has like different experiences and mm-hmm. whatever comes to their mind okay. but for me when this idea entered into my mind mm-hmm. i remember it was this person that is saying cat i need advice from you and remember i'm like grade 11 grade 12 mm-hmm. and this person is like older than me but this person is like, yeah, I need advice from you. Is I that a male or a female? That's a female. Okay. But she's gay. Okay. I need advice from you. I need this. And we grew close from a point of, no, I'm going to advise you. But now that I look back, I'm like, but why did you want advice from like 15, 16 you, year old? Hey, do you think she was grooming you? Now, <laughs> you know, if you look back now, yeah. do you think she was grooming yes, you? Yes. You know, okay. I'm like, but why would you want advice from like, what? 15 14 year old girl okay. and you know <laughs> okay um but let's go to the confusion let's go yeah that's where i'm get, mm-hmm. that's where i'm headed at that mm-hmm. i was confused from a point from a place of firstly caring about this person okay remember women are very emotional mm-hmm. so everything that you do it's it stems from emotions okay. so 
my confusion was also from me being very emotional mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and entertaining that idea to a point where i'm now not drawing a line between being emotional and being realistic with how i feel okay. i'm a young girl mm -hmm. i'm very confused i have really not really someone to talk to at home because it's not like a conducive environment mm -hmm. fourthly i have this person that also just wants to provide for me financially mm -hmm. as well because she was okay you know so the confusion comes from i think i feel so safe with her because this is someone that is there for me this is someone that is always present this is someone that's giving me attention so that the emotions as well or rather the emotions solely have played a part to a point where I'm not thinking logically. I'm emotional about it. Okay. So all my pains, all my traumas, everything that I've went through in childhood, I'm telling this person. Okay. So this person, emotionally, we are what? Connecting. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what mm -hmm. I thought back then. We are connecting. So the confusion is from, am I confused? Is this how I feel? Like I can't even begin to explain the confusion in it because your mind just goes to, to for, for where I am right now. Mm -hmm. It's honestly just God. I don't know how I got here. That's I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I got out of it. But it's when I did my first year from matric now, doing mm -hmm. my first year, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. Kat, you are, you, you are not, you are not, this is who you are. And to be honest, I got out of that the more I started praying a lot, the more I took my spiritual life seriously, you know. And I remember um, my pastor calling me and she was saying, I know, I heard what's happening. I know what's happening. I know you'll be fine, you know. And I don't know what she meant then, but I think she was literally saying, look, I, you're going to be fine. This is a phase, you okay. know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, people go through different phases in like their teenage life. Mm -hmm. Some people will smoke a lot. Some people will party a lot. Some mm -hmm. people will, will try all these wild things. And a lot of people like myself tried this, this journey. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's a, it's a, not a funny funny like my friend was yeah. not funny laughter but funny peculiar mm -hmm. that um you you were angry with god yeah you wanted to get back to your parents and yeah. probably to get back to god mm -hmm. and the place where you found safety i think that's it because yes. when we're in a relationship we want to be safe of course we want to be safe yeah. if we're not safe then you know something is wrong mm -hmm. so from wanting from feeling safe with this person um you still found you you got out of it through god again mm. Yo. Okay. <laughs> through god again you got out of it because um somehow god directed your footsteps yeah. to the pastor that you yes. then found and to the woman that you were able so it's from one comfortable sure um relationship i'm looking at i'm thinking so you were comfortable with this person a mm. and then you found comfort like you said to me that you are always able to talk to mm. um your yeah. pastor so you find that you could talk to this person. Yes. So you shifted that um, your relationship or mm. the comfort there to yeah. this one. But now I'm looking, I'm hearing you because I've always wondered, and I'm not mm. being anti-gay yeah. or anything. Yeah. I've just always wondered yeah. if someone wasn't born that way, 
then it's an acquired relationship it's an yeah. acquired lifestyle that you yeah and what is it there so you found safety with this other person mm. you found um financial safety as well i could go here and you you the, does that then go to gratitude because sometimes we do something not because we want to but you are so grateful mm. to a person yeah. that you you feel obligated i i, I just I, without 100%. saying it you just want I, to do things yo, to please i hear you mm-hmm. because now that you're mm-hmm. mentioning it mm-hmm. i now remember because at times this person would say ah you know friend or whatever i'd like to come so that we can just go out for ice cream but i remember not wanting this person to come yeah but because saying, you know it was ah well <laughs> Okay, they've done cool. this for me yeah, yeah so no, let me they've say been yes. there for me okay cool come let's go cool let's go get ice mm. cream but i don't want you to come yeah because yeah. somewhere you so you it is obligation mm, you're right uh, yes so you feel obligated so i feel okay bad. yeah yes yeah. if i don't say yes yes and they've done um because uh, some you uh, thank god that you found um the pastor and the church that you then found because otherwise some people feel it starts with that it's enough sure. it's then you're like okay okay maybe if they touch me it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so bad but they're dying in the in oh. the inside you know and you're some right. just feel you know what this environment yeah is the only place where i found safety mm-hmm. this is the only place where yeah. i found i found safety um home is not doing it for me parents are not doing it mm. and without saying it in your head yeah. god is not doing it yeah. so this got to be the place that i'm supposed to be no absolutely i'm really just trying to to understand <laughs> to understand Abs- it absolutely yeah absolutely no you you told me about um obligation because i remember when talking about confusion i remember sunday afternoon i just well, we sang the choir and i was crying like i keep crying the entire time mm-hmm. and you know how how pastor is he's mm-hmm. very observant too so I can see he's very observant and mm-hmm. after church I just ran to him and I said I'm confused. <laughs> okay. And it was mm-hmm. like I'm confused and I was mm-hmm. crying. I was like I don't know what's happening to me. But I remember now that I was feeling so bad because I felt like I'm not there for this person how she maybe would want me to be there for them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So what do i do what right do i entertain this lifestyle do i what do i do so a part of it i'm going back to you talking about like obligation mm-hmm. you're right we haven't it is mm-hmm. obli- you feel like they are entitled to um how they want you to react you mm-hmm. know and it's interesting how you're talking about the cycles now that firstly you are angry at parents you're angry at god but really whatever that you're looking for is safety and the safety you are getting it from this person whereas safety you should be getting it from god but because you're angry at god you're pulling yourself or mm-hmm. you're drawing yourself mm-hmm. away from well he never leaves you you know but no, he doesn't move he doesn't move <laughs> you know you're but the one who moves exactly <laughs> you moving mm-hmm. from that and of course you won't get that unfortunately mm-hmm. just because your emotions are all over the place and maybe however you feel is valid but the fact that you are really not intentional about maintaining your walk with God and just growing in your walk with God you will always stay in a place of confusion doubt mm. unbelief mm. 
and unfortunately also cycles because it is a cycle yeah what um, happens if three years five years from now you feel the same way you're angry at god or whatever so it's also just renewing your mind to say this is not who i am this is happening but it's not who i am this is where i am in life but it's not shaping where i'm going mm-hmm. or the reality of who i am so it goes back um part of this goes back to what we were talking about before the recording which yeah. is that uh, confrontation comes <laughs> so this is one of, of the things course. that you have to deal with. Of course. Confrontation is not always bad. Yeah. You know, this is something that you have to deal with. Yes. And if you don't, it will just be there. And the resentment like we were saying, mm. the resentment will build up against this yeah. person and it will be again it will be a cycle. Um I need this this person can provide mm. it and because yes. this person has provided it, yeah. I feel I have to allow this to happen yes whether i want it or not yes. otherwise this person is not going to provide yeah. this again and they're yeah. not going to be there yes and there goes my safety net that's sure. it that goes my safety net so it's round and round so from what we're saying would you say what okay what i'm getting from here is young people need to mind who the circle is very much so because if um for this there's a person there's a young lady a young lady just in the same mm. actually same age group yeah. as you are and who's feeling this way and the, the the parent feels it's the sack is who she hangs around with so what we need what will be the first you need to get away from yeah. that that it's yeah. like being an alcohol yes alcoholic and you're yeah. around alcohol all the time oh, you go to oh my, yeah yeah you go to club <laughs> or my friends oh my yeah. friends are just i don't drink sure so now later yeah you're going to i remember this guy uh cabello mm-hmm. cabello yeah it was in Rema church and then yeah, he, he talked I, I remember when he interviewed that he, that he had and he said it was somewhere and they were passing a joint i think it was a joint mm-hmm. around and that was years after he had come clean you know he came yeah. he came clean and started running yes, marathons and yes. all of that raising money and he said they passed it to him and he, he you know the first his hand was moving towards it and he was like no 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 this is not me anymore Well, but it was that easy because it's automatic. Mm-hmm. They pass it around, and you're just going to, yeah, just going to take it without sure. without a second thought because you've been there before. So you can't say this is not who I am, but you're around of the people who of are doing that. Of course, it's going to. Um, in my language, we say, um, um, you, you know, in the old days, they keep um, soap in a leaf mm. and put it somewhere. They say um, when the when the soap. Has been lo- uh, has spent a, a while on the leaf. Uh, it becomes part of the leaf, you know, because you can actually take the leaf. It's like your sponge, yeah. your washcloth. Yes. If you've got soap on it, even when you take the soap away, Yo. it's soapy, of course, because yeah. it has spent yes. time on yeah. the soap. So you become, you become sure. the people around you, you know, yeah. whether you like it or not, you become the people around you. Oh, so you become the people around. Ooh. Yes, you know that saying that says um, birds of the same feather flock together. It really is true. Yeah, because if there's nothing that we have in common, well, then, then why what are we, we together? Yeah. yeah, what are we? There's nothing to talk about. Mm. You know, it becomes difficult to even make small talk. Sure. So, it's being careful of the people around us. That is number one. What I what I'm getting from this is the is the cycles. You are dependent on this person because that's what happens. If this person is taking care of my needs in a certain way, then I feel obliged to do what they ask me, whether I like it or yes. not. Even and when I don't like it, I I can't go away because if I go away, I think that I think 
Yeah. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it anymore. And that's the thing. We know somewhere in there mm. that no, this is this based is on yeah. something. If I don't do this thing, they're going to take it away. It's a transaction. You know, if, yeah, it's a yeah. transaction. Yeah. No, nobody's saying anything, but if I don't do it, they're not going to do so, so and so for me. So, we, so because of that safety, you stay there. But the other thing that I think needs to also be done is you need everyone needs to have someone they're talking to. And when you are talking to someone, that person that you choose has to be somebody you can trust. You can trust that because you went to this one thinking, oh, older than me, I can speak to her. Yeah. She understands where I'm coming from. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shame. And then, sure. and then later you realize that, ooh, there's something, you know, you just feel uneasy about this yes. relationship. Yes. You feel uneasy. About it. So you need a relationship that is clean, should we say. Yeah. You need a relationship that is clean. You need a relationship that holds you accountable. You know, you need mm-hmm. a, a, an accountability partner. Which means, it, yeah. uh, it might not, okay, well, I guess we can have an yeah. older person. But more uh, more than the accountability, you need to be honest. You can't of have course. accountability if you're not honest. Yo. If you're not honest so with this person. So accountability stems from honesty. Yep. Yep. Because Come on now. I, you can't Ooh. say, oh, no, no, no. Um, uh, I'd say we mustn't hear that. But you haven't been, you, I don't know sure. what you're talking about. So, so, oh, mm. are you sure? Is that, yeah. is that the same category? Ah. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Are you sure? Yeah. Because you haven't been honest there. Sure. So for a young person in school now, because that's where we, where that's how this came up. Yeah. For a young person in school now, and I don't think it matters whether you're female or male. It's you, yeah. you're still a young person. Yes. You're still a student. What would you advise them? Because I could say A, B, C, and they might be like, oh, you've never been there. You don't yeah. know. You don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, you don't know how it is. Yeah. And I know how difficult it can be. When I was in school, yes. I didn't have friends. Yeah. I was this tiny, you never believe it to look at me now. I was this crony, <laughs> tiny thing, you know. All yeah. I had was my head and my big tummy. Yeah. That was all. <laughs> all the rest were yeah. just arms and legs that were yes. holding it all up. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a problem that I faced. Yeah. I, I really can say I didn't face that problem. The most exciting thing in my life till I left secondary school was to read Mills and Boone. And ah. to think, oh gosh, now nah, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? But yeah. it never ended anywhere. We just yeah. knew they were going to live happily ever yes. after. Not the Mills and Boone of today. Today they're graphic. In those days, and we were, mm. we were fine with it. We were fine sure. with knowing, oh, the keys. Oh, yes. now they're in bed. You had no idea what they were going to do in bed. Mm. And I'm not yes. trying to be funny. No, I hear we you. knew it was sex. Yes. But at the same time, we didn't really know what's the sex thing it was did, yeah you didn't know the just, impact of it as well we didn't even yeah. know really what it yeah. was just well they go into the room yes and they have sex sure what does that really mean yeah. it wasn't really clear but yeah. we were satisfied with that knowing that oh shame monday we're gonna get there as well so that was it sure and so i really didn't have that experience and the country where i grew up mm-hmm. until recently you couldn't even come out and say you were gay Sure. It was not done. Yeah. You know, so even if there were others, because I don't want it to look like, oh, now you're lying or you're yes. trying to be. No. So maybe there were people that were gay or yeah. felt that way. Yes. They were, I didn't know them. They didn't come out and say, this is the way I felt or this mm. is the way I am. We were only all just looking to, we were, we were, now that I look at it, we maybe were just naive. I left school when I was 16. As in, I passed when I was yeah. 16. 
and we're just waiting for the first boyfriend we didn't have a boyfriend we were waiting for the bo- first boyfriend yes. so he didn't come so nobody kissed us while would kiss me at yeah. least while i was in secondary school so i haven't gone through that experience of and i didn't mm. feel that way i just wanted that nisambun guy to show up you know tall dark and, <laughs> and handsome. handsome that's yeah. it so i want from someone who has gone through that um through that journey of am i here am i there these are the people that are my friends yeah. what will it mean if i don't have them as my friends mm. anymore what's going to happen to me um am i failing is god not loving yeah. me because yeah. that's also part of it yeah. because it's someone who's in church and when i say in church it's someone who's a who's a child of god yeah so all all that emotion so god is never going to love me again because yeah. I felt this way about yes. you. Yes. What advice would you give to a teenager or even somebody who's younger than it? because or every I don't know if it's mm. a fad or what the people just seems to like Yeah. you know. No, I, I Yes, because I'm hearing this even from 11 12 yeah. year old saying they're gay. I'm yes. Like, how do, how you, do you, know? you know that? Yeah. So what would you say to them? I think the first thing would be for them to be honest with themselves. be honest with how you are feeling right how is a 13 year old going to be or even a, a 12 no, year old no let me let me speak honest. it maybe to to someone a bit older okay let's say 15 up yeah it's okay. 15 up let's start okay. from 15 up okay 15 up is you being honest with yourself right how are you feeling right and secondly because when we are young everything revolves around friendships everything revolves around us going to mm-hmm. parties yeah mm-hmm. so to be part of the group yeah to be part mm-hmm. of the clique so mm-hmm. who are you when you are in your bedroom when you are alone okay. say to the 15 year old and maybe parents are listening to the podcast then maybe they need to It's have a parent podcast yeah but you know <laughs> okay they they okay <laughs> they need to be honest with their children you know have that conversation and not the who are you uh, uh, type of conversation who are you huh You can't do that. Um you are you are saved. You are this, you know. Yeah, because they're the child. Yeah, because fits. yeah, because it's okay, but you are already you're giving them the reason to you know to just withdraw. Yeah, okay. to withdraw from mm-hmm. you. You are not allowing them or giving them the space, mm-hmm. you know, to actually speak to you because honestly, that's where your child should go. Besides friends, besides anyone else they see you this is mom this i'm waking up to mom but mm-hmm. if they don't have that they'll want to get that somewhere else which is outside and that's friends those are strangers if i can't talk to you i'm going to want to talk to someone and mm-hmm. if it's not you i'll find someone outside you know okay. and the reason why i'm saying parents now is because they're the ones that live with the 13 year olds mm-hmm. the 15 year olds and they're mm-hmm. the ones that can maybe be in a better position to speak to the children like that not speak like they're in court but give the children the ability and just the freedom to the be safe them, the safe space to be mm-hmm. themselves to talk okay. and know that mom is there mom loves me don't speak to your child and the minute they answer you already you upset the next morning you are moody <laughs> or the first thing that you're saying is that you are possessed with demons you know what i mean like if they talk to you and you hear that there's a problem here you shut the door you know when you're alone in your room mm-hmm. and you start praying for them mm-hmm. right apart from you now talking to them properly you know but shut the door and pray 
mm-hmm. and the next oh hi my child mm-hmm. like you are their friend and mm-hmm. you just talk to them but to a person that is maybe 13 years old 14 years old there's nothing that you say to them that will make sense <laughs> because whatever is in their minds is what's true what if they think they know they think they've they've made it mm-hmm. so a person who's 13 year old 13 year old 14 year old you can't really if they are there in their minds can really say something to them but that's quite that's actually quite frightening yeah if they, you cannot talk to a 13 year old if a 13 year old thinks they know it's, it's very it's, frightening it it is because in that they they feel like they know everything they feel like they've arrived so you can talk to them little <laughs> they'll enter one ear and come out the other ear you know but mm-hmm. that's where you need to come closer draw closer mm-hmm. to your child okay. and i think i'm going to address that to the parents because they're the ones like I said that are exposed to the children. Mm-hmm. So when they're 13, 14 years old, you just pull your daughter closer. You do fun activity. I'm not a parent. Okay. No, 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 but I but hear what you're saying from is my experience. Be there. Yeah, like just be, be there. there. Be present so that mm-hmm. when the time of affliction comes, whatever mm-hmm. it, anyway, mm-hmm. you are there. Mom mm-hmm. is there. They'll speak mm-hmm. to mom. I've seen beautiful relationships between children and parents where they've just spoken to their parents about everything mm-hmm. and because of that they can get through whatever is happening mm-hmm. with their parent they can get through the the puberty they can get through everything not your child not being able to speak to you and being scared that they've done this to the bed and because of mm-hmm. curiosity as well mm-hmm. remember 13 14 years old they see things they're exposed to things social media as well is mm-hmm. one big role player mm-hmm. in some of the decisions that they do because you I always say like in in sales right mm-hmm. and customers mm. a customer doesn't know what they want until you give it to them <laughs> i like that they mm. won't so if mm. i'm selling if i'm selling a bed mm-hmm. for example you just see a bed at a shop you don't need a shop bed mm. but if i come to you and i say ooh now this bed is this it's covered in that mm. it's covered in that now you are curious oh really oh my gosh can i see it mm-hmm. so already i'm painting a picture in your mind mm-hmm. and because i've sold you that you wanted not because you needed it But all, the, yeah. all of a sudden you want it. Mm-hmm. So it goes back also to like parents, you know. Whatever that you speak to your child about, whatever that you engage, whatever conversations that you engage your children about, they become just exposed to that and they want that. So on social media, they see these couples we are fighting this yeah. Because a lot of things are also just based on trauma. People love glorifying trauma. People <laughs> love self-pity mm-hmm. and parties, yeah. you know. So when they see the TikTok couples where we've been through a lot together and it's two girls and they make it look cute on social media, mm-hmm. oh that's cute. We can do that with my best friend. And she's doing it with media therapy. Best. Yeah. <laughs> they do that with their girl best friend and the next minute the girl best friend is kissing you and you're like, "Oh my gosh, friend, what are we doing?" And she started entertaining it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's it's really it's it's a really difficult thing to approach. It's it's really difficult. And I think for parents with what I've said, I hope it does help. Mm-hmm. And but I am going to advise that talk to your child. First you draw your child closer to you. Let you should become the number one go-to person. Yeah. You yeah. should become the number mm-hmm. one go-to person. Mm-hmm. And if not and after that you shut the door and you pray. Nothing else will be that. <laughs> shut the door. They don't have to hear you say demon look. <laughs> you can declare, you can oh. shout, you mm-hmm. can but mm-hmm. don't now go say you are possessed and you mm-hmm. no. Of course mm-hmm. they'll, you know, but yeah, I think 
that will be my best advice because the 13 14 year olds won't hear me but the parents because they hear that hopefully will take what i've said and is maybe relevant and helpful and yeah no no i think it's been i think it's been helpful yeah. so it's that being it's been the safe place for your children yes been the safe place for your children yeah. being the one like you said being the number one person yes that is thing to go to and um i'm learning when my child says something i i, I find with my child that she tries to shield me she's protecting me so something happens yeah. she does she won't tell me and i have fair hair mm. and i realized oh she's trying to protect me so now when she says something in inside i'm like screaming i'm them like oh wow really yeah. you know and just so that she tells me the whole story mm-hmm. and when she knows that i'm not going to scream and i'm not going to shout at her then i hear everything i hear exactly what is mm-hmm. going on and i don't say anything about it right there and then which is a lot of restraint yeah. a lot of restraint i don't say anything right there and sure. then and yeah go and think about it mm-hmm. and find um ways where i can open that conversation again yes. or sometimes i actually find people that i trust mm. who she also trust and uh, you know like look i heard so so and so you need to talk to her you know and we've been with god not because we can't bring up the children by ourselves no and they don't come yeah. they don't come with a uh, book 101 so with god <laughs> there's no manual there's no manual yeah. there's no manual so we need to provide a safe place let them open up and say and one thing that I do really find and I'm going to put this um at the at the at the door of the parents is just because everybody on social media says it's okay mm. doesn't mean it's okay you've got to have your values mm. and your children need to know what your values are because if you don't have that space for them again you're right you got to have that space for the mm. kids if they don't know who you are yeah. It's difficult for, for it's difficult for them to know who they are. Yeah. You know? It's not just like oh this is wrong my mom is going to say so and so but it's wrong because it's wrong. Sure. And then it's right because yes, it's right. It's right. There yes. there no two three different kinds of truth. Yes. This is just what it is. Yeah. And I hate the same but it is what it is what it is. It is what I it is. I don't like it. But <laughs> that's really it. It is yeah. what it is. Thank you so much Lego. Monareng. Yes. See, I got it again. <laughs> and like I said, if you don't know, I just go online and look for K Properties Consultant. Yes. And it's been coffee with Timmy. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.